0: Uh, let me tell you about uh, Z-Stack. Um, last couple of years should have taught us that we really need to take care of ourselves. We we really need to be in shape and work on our immune system and just and take care of yourself. Um, I would like to talk to you about Z-Stack. It is a uh, supplement that includes zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, vitamin D. I've been taking that now for a while, ever since I had um, COVID the last time. Uh, uh, Vladimir uh, Zelenko world famous doctor guy who really helped Trump out when he first got uh, covid he was my doctor on this and he's been developing this and you know giving people a recipe you know go and get all these vitamins and everything else he's just decided to put it into one pill you can take every day zstacklife.com/back i take it every day zstack.com slash back uh do it now get a discount off your first order back in a minute a couple of days ago about the social credit system arriving in Canada and can we stop it here I read the article and then I looked at the byline and I am thrilled to say he is joining us here in just a minute somebody who knows somebody with some real credibility on what social credit uh, what social credit scores can do to the average person and how it can come here quickly His name is David Sachs. He's the founding COO of PayPal. He joins me in 60 seconds. If you had uh, a chance to save hundreds of dollars a month, thousand dollars a month, maybe tens of thousands over the life of your mortgage, would that be a good thing? Answer is, of course it would be. It'll take you 10 minutes to see if you can save money like that. Uh, And you should be saving money anywhere you can. Inflation, bad, really bad. If you think this is bad, we ain't seen nothing yet. Really bad, inflation is coming and we're gonna need to save every dime and every dollar. Uh, So why are you paying more on your interest rate than you should? God help you if you have an adjustable mortgage. Get out of that now. Also, if you have high interest credit cards those high interest rates are they are going to go up and it's going to be harder and harder for people to get credit please take 10 minutes out of your day day and call american financing they can help see if they can save you money and put you into a mortgage or a consolidation loan that's right for you they work for you not the big banks it's americanfinancing.net americanfinancing.net 800-906-2440 they're waiting for your call now. 800 906 2440 American Financing NMLS 182334.nmls www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. David Sachs, it is uh, an honor and a privilege to have you on the program. Thank you, sir.
1: Yeah, great to be here. Thanks, Glenn.
0: Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about um uh the social credit system. People I think see this in Canada. I I don't know how people aren't all up in arms on what's going on. Um, but they may still think that that, well, it can't happen here. Can we talk about right. what's happening? You're right.
1: Well, it's already, it's already happening here. Uh, you know, last year I wrote this piece for Barry Weiss about, uh, that financial platform would be the next wave of online censorship. I mean, I was worrying about this last year because PayPal, like today I helped found, you know, but we sold many years ago. It's now under new management. Um, they are working with partisan left-wing groups like the ADL and the SPLC to define lists of individuals and groups who they deem to have you know, extremist or unacceptable views, and they're denied access to
2: uh,
1: PayPal accounts. And there are other financial institutions who are following suit, uh, the collective effect of which is to shut people out of the financial system. And if you think it's bad to deny people the right to free speech and to participate in the online marketplace of ideas, how much worse is it? to deny them access to the new economy, to the way that they can buy food and medicine and other products for their families. Uh, You know, it is really a a very severe form of punishment and social control. And, you know, that is what we're talking about. We talk about a social credit system. We're talking about a system that, you know, sort of pretends to allow political dissent, doesn't just send you to the gulag, but it conditions your ability to access the economy and the benefits of society it conditions that on having the correct views on having the acceptable views and you know what did Justin Trudeau do? He declared right out of the gate that these protesters had unacceptable views, and then he proceeded to uh, freeze their bank accounts and to shut off anybody who might contribute to them.
0: That is really terrifying the way the way he said you know we're going to we're going to shut down their accounts. We're going to close the off ramps for Bitcoin. It's not only them, but it's anybody who donated to them or quote helped them. Th- That's, right. That's that- right.
1: anybody, anybody, anybody who was quote indirectly, directly, or indirectly involved in the protest was now subject to this this law in the you know this Emergencies Act that he invoked uh, without really proper uh, basis. And, you know, anyone who, you know, quote unquote, provided property to help facilitate the protests could now be swept up in the dragnet And so it's not just if you're, say, you know, one of the organizers uh, of, of the protest, but if you're, you know, a little old grandma somewhere and you want to contribute $25 so that, you know, a trucker, really a poor destitute trucker can buy a hot meal or some fuel to keep themselves from freezing at night. If that's your intent to make that donation, you can still be swept up in this and you can have your bank account. Frozen, and one of the you know, incredible things about it is not just this unprecedented extension of aiding and abetting liability, but also that it's retroactive. That you know, Grandma who made the contribution at the time she did it, it was completely legal, and yet under this order, she can now have her account frozen as punishment. And so, what what is the point of this? It is to signal, and there's going to be a chilling effect in the future that even if you make a completely lawful donation to a political cause. If that if Justin Trudeau doesn't like that cause, if he thinks there are, quote-unquote, unacceptable views, that he has the power, that he can invoke the power at some point in the future to freeze your bank account, even though what you did is legal today, that is the precedent they've created. And I think the result of that must be a chilling effect on political dissent.
0: Oh, big time. They're, there, um, you know, also including insurance companies. I mean, he took their license away, their license to do business, their trucks away, their insurance away. Uh, and their uh their banking, having them debanked, and then said even when this is over, banks might want to consider not doing uh business with these people. So basically, I mean they're lepers.
1: Absolutely yes, absolutely. I mean, they're really creating a a case of, of, of untouchables there in Canada. I mean, like you said, they're they're towing their trucks, they're confiscating them. The mayor of Ontario even said, let's sell off these trucks. We've seized them, now sell them off. We're going to use them to pay our bills. Uh, they want to give these guys a criminal record so they can never work again. They've taken away their insurance, they've taken away the regulatory licenses. And then on top of that, because anybody who helps them, who contributes to them, can themselves now be frozen, no one's going to want to help them.
0: So, so they, what, what happens to those people, David? What happens to them? You cut people's you cut people's um, money off. You, you how do you survive? They're they're creating
1: a a, a group of destitute and desperate people, and, and you have to wonder for what. I mean, the COVID pandemic is is on the wane. It's at an end. Even as Justin Trudeau was invoking these emergency powers the you know a number of the provinces were ending COVID mandates they got the message he never got the message is this extreme intolerance
0: I, you know yeah. i i have news for you though david i i don't I, you know even if it was waiting i, I mean i watched um uh, occupy wall street i was in new york during occupy wall street as long as you're not breaking the law or destroying property you you have a right to do that. I never said we should sweep those people up. That's craziness. That's craziness. And I should be even stronger on the people I disagree with. I should fight for their right more than my right. Because who will fight for mine?
1: Exactly. I mean, this is absolutely about the right of, of people to be able to engage in in speech and political expression and to pro- have the right to protest against their government. And these were almost entirely peaceful protests. Um, there was no violence. And yet Trudeau instantly denounced all the protesters as basically being terrorists, you know, uh, what well, about terrorists? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which allowed them to apply these anti-terrorist laws to, you know, to freeze their bank accounts. The, the, the most extreme, forms of, um, you know, the, the most extreme powers that the government has, which is to act on terrorist threat, were thereby invoked to really go after these ordinary, you know, working class men and women.
0: We're talking to David Sachs. He's the founding CEO of PayPal, and he is warning about the coming social credit system uh, that is in Canada. And do we have time to stop it here? You know, one of the things, David, that I found um, even more well, as shocking, is the fact that there was a hacker who went in, hacked, took all of these names, doxed everybody, and the media published them and started humiliating them uh, and pilloring them in public.
1: <laughs> That's right. And it, it had real consequences. There was a owner of a gelato shop who was exposed as having made a small contribution to the protesters, that they got so many threats they had to shut down their shop. There was a low-level uh, government employee who donated $100. She was fired from her job because of that. So there's been real reprisals based on that hack, and you know, I'm old enough to remember when social media cited as the reason they wouldn't publish the, they, that they would suppress the Hunter Biden stories for the election, that it came right. from hacked material. Right. Where, where was that policy implemented today? Right. Um, you know, this was illegally this was obtained material, and the press just reported it.
0: So, David, you know, I don't know if you're up on ESG, but that is that's what um, Trudeau has done without the emergency order. Um, If you fall out of line with ES or G, uh, you're going to be debanked um, or you will start to uh, feel the heat of the banking and uh, financial and insurance system. Uh, how far away from this system are we to have a, a true credit score? Do you see this happening sooner rather than later? And what do we do to stop it? Yeah.
1: Well, this is my main concern. Is you know, at the end of the day, I'm not a Canadian, and you know, I watch with sadness of what's happening over there. But ultimately, yeah. it's going to be up to Canadians to govern themselves. What what I'm mostly concerned about is the precedent that Trudeau has set that progressives here in america might look to and implement and let's identify the elements the ingredients of this toxic stew that already exists over here first of all you've got big tech companies like you know my alma mater paypal have been freezing accounts based on you know working with partisan political groups to you know to shut people out of the financial system that practice is already taking place second you've got State of emergencies in states like California, where I live, where the governor is still operating under a state of emergency. He has invoked emergency powers that never seem to end, even though we just had a Super Bowl where 30,000 people were sitting, you know, elbow to elbow without any masks on Yet we're still in a state of emergency. Third, we have recently the Department of Homeland Security has now defined misinformation about COVID or the election to be a contributor to the terrorist threat level. So in other words, misinformation, in their view, can contribute to terrorism. So we have now all the ingredients where you have politicians invoking fake state of emergencies, you've got big tech companies shunning people out of the political system, and you've got this very scary and dangerous redefinition of terrorism to effectively apply to domestic political dissent. So you have all the ingredients there that Justin Trudeau was able to seize on. And all you're really lacking is the emergency necessary to invoke those powers. Um, So that is what I'm afraid of is I see all the precedents coming together, Uh, but we have one thing in the United States that Canada doesn't have, which is a rich constitutional tradition. We have the protections under the constitution. And so I'm, I'm hopeful that our Supreme court would protect us against, um, a, you know, an authoritarian attack on our liberties this way. However, there are many in our, you know, political system who want to pack the Supreme Court as it stands today. And and what would happen if the Supreme Court were packed? They would water down these rights and liberties and protections that we have. I think this is an issue that supersedes all others. You know, any political candidate who would give support to packing the Supreme Court should be instantly rejected, I think, by everybody across the political spectrum. And furthermore, I would say, you know, uh, Biden has a SCOTUS pick coming up. The Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee should make this topic number one. What do they think about the use of these authoritarian powers, these fake state of emergencies? Let's hear from them. You know, I don't think Republicans are going to be able to stop the SCOTUS pick, but let's put them on the record and, um, and discuss this issue. Are
0: there, are there any other people that uh, have this point of view that is, they're in your business, they're in tech? I mean, it feels like. Uh, as the average person, it feels like we are just up against this monolithic monster.
1: Yeah, I mean, Glenn, it's uh, it's rather scary. I mean, I'm definitely an outlier in the in the tech industry. You know, I've been involved in the tech industry for over twenty years, uh, first as a founder, now as an investor. And I can tell you that there are other people who do share to one degree or another my concerns about civil liberties. I mean, I think it does extend across the political spectrum. However, they definitely feel intimidated into silence. Um, they believe that there will be reprisals for speaking out. And so I would say my, I'm not alone in my views, but there are too many people speaking out. And, and that's, that's pretty scary.
0: Not that you would care at this point, but have you, have you paid a price for it?
1: Um, you know, not that, uh, not that I can tell. I mean, I would say, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm at am but, but here's the thing was I'm at a stage in my career yeah. where I don't have to worry about it. You know, yeah. um, if I never made another time, frankly, I'd be fine. So right. for me speaking out is the most important thing. And, you know, if it costs me some business that I don't know about, then so be it, yeah. you know? Um, but so, but so, so, so far I've been, I've been fine. And, you know, what I'm trying to do, I've, I've participated on this podcast called The All-In Pod with a few friends in tech. Well, you know, one of the main reasons why I've spoken out is to show people that you can speak out and uh, and they should have a little bit more courage in doing so. Um, because I don't think the majority of people, across, you know, across the political spectrum want to see our civil liberties eroded this way. I think it is a bipartisan issue, certainly for, uh republicans independents and i'd say even many democrats but there is a hard political left the the sort of the progressive left that is driving all of this and one of the reasons why they're successful at driving this is because moderates will not are too afraid to speak out and oppose it yeah so i don't think they're the majority but they are driving the agenda because no one will speak out against it and it's really a very hypocritical agenda because I mean these people, you look at Trudeau, his self conception is completely at odds with the reality. I mean, he claims to be saving democracy, preserving democracy, even as he is invoking you know, authoritarian powers. He claims to be the defender of the little guy, of the working class and the disadvantaged, while you know, crushing these, you know, poor working class truck drivers under the sort of heel of, of his government. Um, you know, they claim to be on the side of diversity and tolerance while insisting that there's only one acceptable point of view and you know censoring all the alternatives as misinformation so you know these this, this hard progressive left is completely hypocritical um i don't think most people support it but they're kind of running unopposed right now because people are so afraid to speak out
0: david thank you for speaking out thank you for being on the program um i hope uh, i hope we can have you on again god bless you and and all the things that you're doing right now David Sachs, founding COO of PayPal, founder and general partner of Craft Ventures. If you see what he has invested in, uh, he is on the cutting edge. And God bless him for speaking out. Wait, he produced the movie Thank You for Smoking? That's a great movie. How did we not talk to him about that? I don't know. Hopefully we'll have him back on. All right. He's great. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Goldline. I've been telling you for years now that you need to invest some portion of your portfolio into precious metals. The company that I have trusted since really almost uh, after September 11th is Goldline. Uh, Goldline has an accumulation program now to help you. If you don't have an awful lot of money, for as little as $200 a month, you can work toward building a secure hedge against the insanity in the market. This isn't something that you're investing, at least me. I don't invest in it because I'm like, oh, I'm going to be rich when it's $5,000 an ounce. I hope it's not because that means the world has gone insane but it does preserve what you do have. You're losing 10% on your money every single year right now with inflation. And it, I think it's going to get worse. Sign up for their exclusive accumulation program. When you do, uh, you can give yourself peace of mind. And they will give you one solid ounce of exclusive silver for free as a thank you. Let their monthly program work for you. It's a special offer, only available if you sign up now at goldline.com. Visit their website today. Find out how to enroll. Their exclusive silver bars are one of a kind, made for great incentive to keep on going in the program that will help you and your family. It's 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. so uh wow today has been a great uh program yeah Uh, i mean i think we've done enough i think we just call it a day i think the last half hour just be dead air yeah um uh today if you missed any of it you've missed a ton uh go back and get the podcast we started with the uh woman who the doj just came in and just took all of their money as a family just took it all uh, her her story of the last three years is incredible, and uh, it is happening all over the country. She'll tell you all about it. That's hour number one. Uh, hour number two of the podcast, we talked about Putin and what nobody knows, uh, and some of his language that was embedded into that rambling speech tells experts exactly what they need to know, and you learned all about that. And, of course, this hour. Now, just a bunch of insurmountable problems.
3: We just <laughs> highlighted a bunch of insurmountable,
0: life-changing, society-altering, nah. impossible uphill climbs. I'll give you some good news next. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I'll give you some good news. There, there's another half hour of the show. You're going to put good that's news good in news.
3: it? Oh, no, no, that, that was is good, the good that news. That was okay, good news.
0: I broke it earlier. Wow, great. <laughs> no, I actually have some good things <laughs> coming up. The uh, back yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a sweet tooth, and uh, sometimes that that little guy, you know, he thinks on his own. It's like some people think, you know, downstairs, and uh, others think with their sweet tooth, and that's one that controls me. I mean, look at me. Is there any question of that? Uh, you can be healthy and all that old boring stuff uh, by eating low calorie, low carb, high protein, high fiber candy bars. Hmm. Mm. Candy bars. That's good news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's not really a candy bar. They call it. Uh, they call it a protein bar because it's healthy for you and everything else. But it's made with real chocolate and they are delicious and they come in a variety of amazing flavors. They've got some like a chocolate orange one that's coming back out. Oh,
3: really? It's coming I, back I, out. The, the rumor is it's coming out this week again. Oh, I love that one. You can't. Oh, that's everyone really seems good. to love it. And I don't. I don't. Chocolate orange wouldn't strike oh, me no. as like fantastic.
0: Delicious. For it's unbelievable. And their puffs if you haven't tried their puffs yet you're missing out marshmallow coated in chocolate you're just gonna love it built.com scroll through the uh, chart see what you have to choose from and get it now 15 percent off by using the promo code beck15 at built.com built.com
3: blaze tv.com slash glenn is a place to go for your blaze tv subscription save 10 bucks with the promo code glenn
0: Kayla gets who's uh, one of our new um, employees here. Uh, somebody who I have uh, kind of taken a personal interest in shepherding because she is really quite brilliant uh, and um, just rock solid. And she's 25, 25, 25. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Anyway, um, she unbeknownst to me has been taking my advice. And when I say go do these things uh and uh and she's tried to do them and come up with a a few roadblocks so she wrote uh advice for dummies by a 25 year old who wanted to follow glenn's advice but didn't know how uh she's here to kind of walk us through some of these things
2: yeah so i think i wrote this because i am perhaps for all of your great reset advice i am perhaps the worst person to take most of it because most of it's financial and that's what confuses me the most so i wanted to see if i can do it probably anyone can do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you can put your mind to it and i glenn i sit and listen to you and i try to take your advice because i want to make things better i want to do the right thing but then there are so many things to do i find myself doing nothing so i thought let me chip away at these things one at a time and see What can I do?
0: So the first thing you did was?
2: First thing I did was switch to a local bank, which we talked about last week. But Mm -hmm. the real first thing I had to do, Glenn, is find out why I wanted to do any of this. Because Glenn Beck told me to wasn't sustainable. Good for you. I had to figure out why do I personally want to do this. And that took me a while. And I had to write it out for myself and say, what is my motivation? Because if not, I'm going to hit walls. And Glenn Beck isn't going to be talking to me constantly. And I had to know, what do I want for my life? So what
0: was your why for getting and changing banks?
2: for changing banks my why is when i saw what happened in canada i was finally that pushed me over the edge i thought oh it's it could really happen they they froze their banks and then i looked into wells fargo who's i was banking with Uh, (laughs) i've been banked that was my only bank i've ever had as well as fargo and i can bank really easily online with them and it's it's easy right i looked at wells fargo and i googled wells fargo world economic forum Mm -hmm. whoa googled wells fargo esg whoa (laughs) yeah and they have it 's full of even they say they want to have a net zero gar- by two thousand thirty right mm-hmm. that 's not possible I know that 's not possible, which means I know that they 're just towing a global line that this is all virtue signaling, and i don 't want my money with those people, so I had to switch
0: so how did you uh, how did you find that uh, that job that task
2: How did I find that task yeah I found that? that task to be simpler than the other tasks. It was about the simplest task for me. Once I knew what to look for, I had to call the banks. I talked about this last week that I had to call the banks and say, do you have a connection to a bigger bank? Do you have a connection to ESG scores? And that would take some time. Mm -hmm. But once I got through, they were honest with me and I was able to find out bank by bank by bank, who can I actually bank with? And I was lucky Mm. I found a couple that I can actually bank with.
0: So you've put in your list, talk with your family. Why?
2: Because I have a husband, and I. I knew that if we didn't want to do this together, it wouldn't be sustainable good for you And I I think that there's a lot of temptation when you feel I feel that I'm the information carrier of our family because I work here And I listen to you every day mm-hmm. and I feel that I am the Glenn Beck of my home the ringing bringing the alarm the sounding the alarm well, I feel bad and
3: Bad for everyone. You're the insane person in your home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, wow. and I think a lot of people listening probably are the Glennbecks of their home and that that might feel kind of isolating. And it's good to have a team. You want people who are all working together. If you go, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And so I want to go far, not fast.
0: Did you, um, did he agree with you right off the bat or did he, was he like normal people? That's cr- Crazy. Well,
2: he didn't ever call me crazy. He's very nice to me. Yeah.
0: But, <laughs> right. Did but, he ever say, well, bless your heart.
2: Yeah, he definitely said prove it. And that was useful. Good. He said prove it. He's like, what, what's the real threat here? I don't understand. Everything seems fine. It looks fine. Show me. And I had to show him. I couldn't just tell him the world's falling apart. I had to say, look, here's the research. I've done it. I printed Good it out. I highlighted it. And he wanted to know it for himself. And once he did, he was on board. And he's easier, like I said. Great husband. Love him. But
0: <laughs> So what was the next thing you did?
2: Calling my legislators.
0: And that was hard?
2: So well, I used to be a secretary for a legislator, so I know that most of those calls get ignored. So when I hear you say, call your legislator, I know there's specific things you have to do when you go to call your legislator. For example, I live in Texas now, and I went to see what is... I wanted to talk about anti-ESG legislation, for example. I wanted Texas to pass that. First thing I had to do was look up what they have. Because if you call and you don't know your information, that's the first way to get ignored. So if you call and you're like, hey, um, I want to know, I want you to pass a anti-ESG law. Well, Texas could turn around and say, we already passed one, but they didn't really. They right. passed one that just protects certain e. industries. Yeah. Right. But if you don't know that, then you just say, oh, thanks. Bye, but right. you have to know. So I called and they say, hi, I saw that in the past you have passed an anti-G, anti-ESG legislation that only covered certain industries. I'm interested in covering me and a normal citizen. What is the legislator going to do to support that? And the thing that I also know is you can't just call the one that you are zoned for. You have to call the one who will be most sympathetic to your cause and the one you are zoned for. Because if the one you are zoned for is not going to, I know they will ignore your call. They will ignore your call. They will ignore your email. The best thing to do is either blitz them so they can't ignore it, which I think that the Glenn Beck listeners do very well is a blitz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if not, you need to call the person you think will be sympathetic to you.
0: How do you find that person?
2: Well, I was looking at all the local legislators and I found somebody who was called like the the actionable conservative voice and i thought okay we'll start here (laughs) and you can see their voting you can see how they voted in the past you can see what they run on at minimum doesn't mean that they will necessarily be who they say they are but if they say i'm a far left-leaning socialist Probably <laughs> right. calling them about anti ESG will it's be nightmare. a waste of your time. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Um, and you have the steps on, and we have this up. Is this up on Glenbeck.com? It is. Now? It's up on Glenbeck.com. Okay. So we have the script and everything you need to know, everything that she's learned in doing this. Uh, we have it all at Glenbeck.com. It is Glenbeck's advice for dummies, which I don't really like that, but uh, <laughs> Glenn Beck's advice for dummies uh, on on how to do all of the things uh, that we we talked to you about. Investments. You write, as a young person, I invested just in time for Glenn, say, Glenn to say it's time to di- divest.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that
0: is trouble. Here's my advice.
2: I believe I wrote, that put me in a pickle.
0: Yeah, you did. But uh, <laughs> Well,
2: I said my first time I met with my investor, they said, hello what are your goals i said i would like to make money they said great how much i said as much as possible and they sent me (laughs) on my way and that was it right and now suddenly i come back to my invest my advisor and i say actually i have a lot of moral stances now about my investments and this is coming out of left field because first i just said as much money as you can possibly make me let's go and all my investments were BlackRock. And I had Were no really? idea. I, I, First thing I had to do is say, I wonder what I'm investing in anyway, because I just had one of those general things mm-hmm. for young people that's kind of mm-hmm. risky. And I was like, can I have a copy of that? And they're like, sure. They send it to me in the mail. Literally 75% say BlackRock on it. I go into sheer panic. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's my fault. I'm ruining the world. It's me. <laughs> it's my money. I am the problem. And I don't want to be that. And I think a lot of people probably feel the pressure to try to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. So I worked with my investor and said, look, I don't know if I can know every single 30 different company in my portfolio, all mm-hmm. of their specific views, but can we work together to know who I definitely don't want to invest in? That's where I started because picking individually every single company it's is in, almost, it's not impossible. Somebody out there's like, it's not impossible. I just did it. And I yeah. think that's great. But I started with, look, I know I don't want to be in BlackRock. Let's start there. Let's pull out of BlackRock. And then they'll send me, they'll say, how about this one? And I'll look it up and I'll be like, okay, yay or nay. And it's hard to be a purist. It's hard to be perfect, but we can't let wanting to be perfect stop us from doing anything.
0: I will tell you, just getting out of BlackRock is is huge. Mm-hmm. They are using our money to destroy us, yeah, uh, and bring ESG, and that is a that's a really good first step. Is just taking all your money out and of BlackRock, and every do- state should be doing that. Mm-hmm. Divest from BlackRock. As state, any retirement fund, any investment fund, get out of BlackRock. That will go a great, uh, a long, long way. And Uh, you
2: have to celebrate the baby steps. Otherwise, it's easy to lose hope or lose motivation. So I feel that I was like, okay, I can't do everything. And I could beat myself over the head and be like, but still, your money's probably going somewhere bad. Like bad, Michaela, that is not right. (laughs) Or I could say, nice work, Michaela. Today, you made a step. You did something right and we have to congratulate ourselves on these steps because those are not easy things to do. And if we're constantly looking at everything like there's so much more I could do that's true, but we will lose our motivation and we will lose our hope if we don't congratulate ourselves when we take these steps.
0: Michaela, thank you so much for your work and you can find this all at glenbeck.com. I will tell you that um uh we have to start thinking um about each other as well. I talked about this yesterday somewhat. Um, we, we need to start talk, uh, talking about and thinking about others. How can we help others? Because there's going to be a lot of people that um, are, are way out of the loop on this, and we can't just ignore them. We have to bind ourselves as communities and, and help people that will come into our communities and need help when things get really bad. You need to be at a place where your community thinks like that and thinks like you don't be the odd person out on this. Um, Get to those communities, start thinking like a community on, on how you can, uh, how you can help. And as Michaela just said, you know, you got to celebrate the baby steps and they're not baby steps. They're just do the next right thing. That's all you have to do. You just do the next right thing. Don't worry about the big thing because you'll get to the big thing By just doing the next right thing. My pillow is our sponsor this half hour. And Mike has an incredible deal uh, on his Giza dream sheets. Uh, I sleep on them every night. They are made from the world's best cotton. They're Egyptian cotton. They're Giza cotton. Ultra soft, breathable, extremely durable. Every time you sleep on them, every time you wash on them, they get softer. They're really, really great. And right now they're coming at their lowest price ever. If you know anything about sheets, you know that they are really expensive. Right now, Mike Lindell has a sale on the Giza Dream Sheets that are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with a promo code BEC. Now, they also have the 60-day money-back guarantee, so if they're not everything that I say it is, you can ship them back. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Specials, to check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets, use the promo code back and you'll also get a copy of Mike Lindell's book free with your purchase. Enter the promo code back or call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. The Giza Dream Sheets on sale now. The Glenn Back Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're talking about how to
3: do all these things, and it's very difficult to do all of these things. There's a, a million different steps, and a, and it's difficult to get down that road. Uh, one of the we've talked about Atomic Habits before, mainly because it was um, beating you in the in the, the bestseller <laughs> lists, and I was torturing you about it. But it's a fantastic book, and and the way one of the things, one of the big innovations, I think. In it, when you're thinking about habits, and this goes from everything—from the way you eat to the, you know, whether you're going to go to the gym or whatever—is changing your approach to your habits in your life from a goal-based habit to a an identity-based habit. So, in other words, a goal-based would be I'm going to go to the gym every day. Mm -hmm. Goal-based is like I strive to get in shape. I want to go to the gym every day, and that's how we've always, I think, Mm -hmm. always thought. And his point is like. You need to think of it as like, I'm the type of person who goes to the gym every day. I never miss a workout. I'm that guy. I'm the gym rat. That's me. And if you think of it that way, it becomes part of your identity and you're casting votes toward that identity with every small action. Every day you show up, you're casting a vote towards that person that you want to be. Give me another example. Here's an example. Do you, do you do I have any control over my life at all? Like, none, none, zero. I mean, I you eat, have no right? self control. No self control. Correct. The one, and this, and uh, many in this audience will know this. I'm like America's own, you know, single conservative vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Right. The only habit I could tell you about that I'm actually successful with, and I never mess up, is that I don't eat meat. I just don't do it. I've done, I can give you. And the you explanation. really
0: don't even know why, really.
3: Yeah. I mean, there's a long explanation. Yeah, of it. But, but the bottom line is. You know, I, that's who I am. It's the way I live my life. I don't care if you live your life the same way. But it's, it's like the only habit I can think of that I actually never mess up. I do it every single day. I never make a mistake. And on. that's because? And that's because I'm a vegetarian. It's like in my head, part of my identity. It's who I am. It's how I live life. Now, I know, uh, like for you, for example, you are a recovering alcoholic, right? That's mm-hmm. part of your identity. If someone asks you about alcohol, you don't say, well, I'm really trying to not drink. You say no. I'm sober. I'm a recovering alcoholic, and it's part of your identity. And you never mess up, right? Um, and it's it, if you think of it that way, and change the way, like you're you're striving for, like for example, uh, pushing back against uh, you know the Great Reset in the e- in ESG. There are things from day to day that you're not going to get there in one day, but every single time you take a, a small action to cast a vote toward the identity of making sure that you're in line with your values that's a day that you're progressing towards the type of person that you want to be not like some weird goal that eventually you'll achieve and be done but it's an ongoing journey where you're constantly trying to make yourself into this person that you wish to be so this is from
0: atomic atomic habits habits which is you found really enlightening
3: yes I think it's it's a great
0: book. Even though what you just said mm-hmm. is, I mm-hmm. am a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a recovering alcoholic. Yes. And I've given you the I am speech a million times. Yeah, but you're, first of all, he's outselling you. So uh, <laughs> he's obviously better. <laughs> we know. No, it is true, it, though. It, if you change your thinking yeah. to I am an American, I am determined to be free. I am free. Uh, you will change uh it just changes you almost fake it until you make it but it does change your thinking and it creates what you say i am you know whatever follows i am you will be yeah and uh it's also because you have made that speech and it's true
3: i mean it's clearly true there's more to it than just saying it right like one of the other you're right 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 like the you don't rise to the level of your goals you fall to the level of your systems right so mm-hmm. if you don't have a system in place if you don't go through these things and do them if you're just kind of depending yeah, if, on your willpower every day you're going to fail
0: if you say i am rich every day you're not going to be rich right you're not <laughs> right right you 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 but you start thinking that way you start moving in a different way yeah you Each start recognizing it
3: under a, 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 a an existing structure a framework
0: exactly that helps you get through
3: these things, even on the bad days when you feel like, you know what, I feel like going to the casino. Maybe you don't do that, although that is a oh, pathway
0: to get rich. Thank you very yeah. much for bringing something I've known my whole life, and I've tried to teach you my whole, the last How many books are you selling on there, Glenn? You can't even Shot. get them in the stores. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Glenn Back Program.